0: Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 33. I am your host, Alejandro Oveda. Once again, you guys are surprising me. All the support I seen last week. This podcast is definitely growing and at a good pace, and I'm starting to see the results. I've been working really hard to try to make this podcast into something uh, good for the community and and for the Central Valley. And I hope you've been enjoying it uh, along the way, but we still have a lot of work to do. You know, this week has been a very busy week and I've been noticing that I've been having a little bit uh, less time to work on the podcast. But we're still getting it done. We're still trying to make this happen every week and I'm here for you guys on every Thursday. So make sure you guys keep uh, tuning in and make sure you guys share the podcast with one person, two people, uh just let them know that this podcast is here for uh, anybody's enjoyment. But like I said, uh, we've been uh, trying to get ready for our trip to Atlanta. Uh, next week will be uh, the week that we take off on Friday. I'm definitely going to be doing the podcast still uh, while I'm in uh, Atlanta. So I hope you guys, you know, just stick around and see uh, how super excited I am just to really try uh, the food around Atlanta, such as the chicken wings, seafood, and anything that the the locals say to eat. Um this will be definitely my first time on the East Coast, and we are going to go see the Falcons versus Rams uh, on October twenty-first, and this will be my first time seeing my favorite NFL team, and it is a dream come true. But this week has uh, had had this week has had some downsides to it. And it's been involved with our car by changing the brakes, and we need some new battery. Uh, this has been a stressful week, knowing how much money we had to fork out. Um, and th- it came from our trip fund, which is not going to stop us from having a great time, but it does leave a little damper uh, for what we could spend there. Um we leave, like I said, on the October eighteenth, and we'll be gone till October twenty-fifth. And, and we have a lot of plans to see a lot of different, you know, uh, Civil War sites and historical sites. Uh, this week, we've also been in the gym and still trying to focus on our goals. Uh, my, my ankle is slowly healing, and I can't wait till I'm just a hundred percent to be able to to try to run and, and and reach my goal that I've been trying to reach. Um, I haven't been pushing myself too hard this week since I have still been sore and a little stiff, uh, but I will slowly get back to 100%. We've been cooking some great meals, and we've been trying some different cooking methods. Uh, My wife has been mastering her steaks, but this week, I definitely want to talk about the breakfast burritos that I made. Um, I love breakfast. My wife is not very much of a fan of breakfast, but when I do make breakfast, uh, I like to eat it. You know, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Um, but this week I did do some breakfast burritos uh, with sausage, eggs, cheese, and tater tots. And I learned to make these uh, breakfast burritos from working at Wiener Schnitzel, which was which was my first job. And I always you know, work the morning shift, So I always made breakfast burritos, breakfast sandwiches, and different things that they offered for breakfast. So I feel like I have a great touch uh, on breakfast and especially scrambled eggs. And anywhere you get scrambled eggs, they usually overcook them. And this is the mistake that most places make. Um, scrambling eggs is almost a lost art You know, you see a lot of people burning your eggs or making your eggs too dry. Um, for me, I, I, I like my eggs really creamy. They gotta be really fluffy. Um, they're supposed to have, you know, some texture to it, but nothing that's overcooked. Um. But I haven't made these breakfast burritos in a long time, and I thought it was a a good week to do it. You know, we've been out and about from work to the gym and trying to find uh, ways to to actually get more food intake, uh, which we haven't been doing lately. But hopefully, we get back to uh, eating you know, each meal. And I, and every time I make these breakfast burritos, I try something new. I try chorizo, I try bacon, I try, uh, sausage, but to me, sausage is, uh, especially the hot sausage and as nasty as that sounds, but it is delicious. Um, so if you guys ever need any, uh, You know, pointers on making scrambled eggs. Make sure you let me know. Don't go out there and try making scrambled eggs and making them all dried up and and nasty. Um, But we also made it to the San Joaquin River this week to go fishing. And we attempted to try to catch another or try to catch our first fish, but we still had no luck. Uh, we did see tons of fish right in front of us, right off the bank. I mean, none of them were trying to eat. None of them. Even though we we saw a lot of bass, you know, coming out, taking a, a deep breath, and we still didn't get anything. Um, But if we have time this weekend, I really want to go back out and try to catch you know, the big one, I want a big one. That way I could bring it home and and cook or smoke. Um, because I've been seeing them jump out of the water at our spot, you know, and, and right where, right where we were fishing, there were definitely like three or four big ones that were not biting at our bait. Um, but we did have to, you know, take a little break from fishing over the weekend. Uh, we got to see some football. I definitely am, uh, pretty upset with my team, but I'll get to that a little bit later, but like I said, we do have uh, to get our, our brakes and our rotors fixed this weekend, and, and to hopefully get a new battery, um, and that's before we go out of town. We just like we just want to make sure that we're going to be safe when we come back, um, but I did say that I wasn't going to the big Fresno Fair, and I did get tickets from work, so I'm definitely want to know what you guys have been eating uh, from the big Fresno fair. Has it been the corn dogs? Has it been a hot links? Has it been uh turkey legs? I've heard of some, some new things like chicken on a stick. I heard about the, the, um, cotton candy burrito. Um, there's a lot of new things that I definitely want to check out. And with the free tickets, it allows me to actually buy some extra food. So I'm definitely going to take advantage of the free tickets. I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully going to go either uh, Friday, Saturday or Sunday. But I hope you guys are also, you know, enjoying the fair and enjoying everything that it has to offer. I know uh, the fair comes really fast and it goes really quick. So make sure you guys make it out there one of these days this weekend. But we have so much to talk about, so let's get it started. First, I want to start uh, with Amber Geiger's murder case, which has been all over social media. And if you haven't heard of this case, it's about a police officer who killed an innocent man in his own apartment. Uh, the man's name is Bothman uh, Jean. He was 31 and was shot by a- Amber Geiger, a Texas policewoman. She shot Bothman in his own apartment because she thought uh, he broke into her apartment. Instead, she was mistaken with her third-story apartment, from which is only a, a, a one story above hers, and she was just quick at the trigger, which she pulled twice before Bothman was able to even get out of his seat, uh, and we learned from the details that he was eating ice cream on his couch. Um, when this happened, they revealed uh, the 911 call uh, which you could hear her say um, it, she thought it was her apartment and was worried about losing her job. Um, she worked, She actually she just got off a 14-hour overtime shift and she stated she was tired in the 911 9-1, well, call as well. Uh, her de- her defense attorneys tried to say she was innocent by making a reasonable mistake which she was forced to take action on the intruder. Um, the jury ended up deciding she was guilty and you could catch the trial, uh, online. You could see, uh, all the different testimonies that they had. Um, it was really interesting, uh, and people were definitely outraged by only giving her 10 years and not more. Uh, many also felt like it was foul play because there was a video that showed Geiger pacing back and forth outside, uh, instead of helping Bothman with CPR, this case was uh, was almost bothersome uh, because, you know, it's almost like these cops, you know, have this power and they're just taking advantage of it. And even though it was a mistake by her end, still shooting somebody is, is pretty lethal. I mean, you have to be uh pretty quick on the trigger if you're if you're really going to shoot somebody especially when you know cops training is is telling them to make sure that the threat is disarmed and they know that um you know you have a gun this is this is something that i mean happens too often and i don't mean by cop shooting innocent victims in their apartment, but just cops, uh, shooting innocent victims. That's, that's uh, a part of our society now and something that we're trying to grow from. But this case was, uh, very interesting because of the brother of the victim, Brandon. Um, he said he forgave Amber and asked to hug her and, and said, he hoped that she would find God. This was something I don't think anybody else could do. This young man had a heart, a heart that I I just can't describe it because it would take everything for me not to want to kill the person that just killed my innocent brother. Um, But he says he forgave her. He gave her a hug and, you know, he just hoped she would find God. And you could see the tears dropping from both the brother and the victim's um, family. I mean... The especially the judge's face. I mean, she even was crying during this uh this time, and I don't think they gave enough time to Amber Geiger. I believe she used her power, even though it, uh, she was unclear which apartment she was in. I mean, come on, there was a, a different evidence saying you know he had a, a a foot rug that that you wipe your feet before you get in, um, and definitely you go by all the apartments that were uh, you know, on the fourth floor that every apartment started with four, you should under, you should know that you're not in the right, you know, vicinity of your own apartment. But she said she was in fear of her life and she had to, to, uh, pull the trigger, you know, just, I don't know that that's just, it's hard to believe that she was, uh, just there out of coincidence. You know, uh, the door was open to her apartment. If my door was open to my apartment, I would definitely check to see if that was my apartment number. Um, there wasn't, she said there was no light inside the room, so she could not see, uh, Botham Jean. Uh, and she told, she told him, you know, to get his hands up, which in his reply was, Hey, Hey, Hey. And, to me those uh, replies were almost in shock if if that were to me and i would honestly would get up to see who was coming in the front door because you know nobody he didn't even know that there was going to be an intruder going to shoot him to death you know but i believe there was more to this case which was not mentioned but the key witness Joshua Brown was also murdered not long after this case uh they're not they haven't linked his murder to the case uh but people are speculating that this was foul play in Joshua Brown's murder as well so i want to see what what's going to you know come after this um i'm still f- going to follow this uh, li- uh for a couple more months just to see uh maybe some more details come out about uh what happened to Botham Jean and Joshua Brown But now I want to talk about BKR's Loteria series number 6, Ghost EP, featuring MC Eddie G and producer EFG Media. Uh, This is the latest installment of the series, and it was locally sourced. Eddie G is a creative director at Full Circle Brewing and has made big steps to showcase their products. I haven't heard of him being an artist, but for the first time hearing him through this project made me want to know more and made me realize that he was also featured off the points album glass bottom boat his style's dope and and he definitely gives you charisma swag and a different style i checked his facebook and he mentioned a comeback and is currently working on his new project this gives me something to look forward to and can't wait to hear his new material the ghost EP definitely has a different sound the beats are vibrant and doesn't sound like any other EP from the Loteria series. I think the only thing that that I would have to say bad about it was it wasn't long enough. Um, I definitely like content, and the, the more content you know you put out is great. But I want it to be you know sustainable. I want it to be uh, something that's going to be me- memorable. Um, I think this this EP was only 15 minutes. I'm not too sure what the other ones were but it felt like this ep was uh was shorter than most um but my favorite songs on the ep on ghost ep is corks fly and trust featuring truly Aust- uh, uh, artistic and left side and if you haven't listened to the newest installment make sure you do because bkr bkr is becoming one of fresno's hardest working mcs um you can also find bkr and his music on his website bkrraps.com Or come to his uh, newest show at Full Circle Olympic this Saturday, October 12th, which will also feature MC Wicks, Knowledge, and Mike Bogart, um, who will be rocking the stage with DJ K Pizzle and DJ Envy. This will be an event the podcast will be supporting, so make sure you make it out and have a beer with me while listening to some Central Valley's best MCs that take the stage. I also want to support the Fresno Foxes, who are second in the USL Western. Their record is now 16-8-8 with 56 points. The next home game will be Saturday, October 12th, versus the LA Galaxy 2, who are ninth in the USL Western. And their record holds 11-11-10 with 44 points. After losing to the Sounders uh, last week, four to one, we need to step up our game, and we need to get out of this three-game uh, losing streak. Uh, we took 25 shots with only eight on target, and just couldn't get the ball in the net. This has been our long, our longest losing streak of the year, and after beating the best team, Phoenix Rising, a few weekends ago, we see ourselves on a on a downspin. So we need to get this winning streak back on order. Uh, we need to sc- score multiple goals because Reno 1686 is only two goals away from taking our number two spot in the USL Western Division. We only have two games remaining this season, so we need to keep up with the winning trend. Make sure to get out to a game uh, either this weekend or an upcoming uh, weekends. And support our Foxes. They definitely need our support right now. And I hope that the talks of 2020 are not on their mind. And and definitely um, sometimes some of that drama gets into the locker room. And you start hearing uh, the new places that you might play. And, you know, some of these guys live here. You know, they got to find ho- all new uh, places to live or they don't even know if they might have the team next year. So I just hope that the, that that drama is not not really getting to their heads. And hopefully they come together and they, and they, they end the season right, because, you know, uh, Fresno is definitely a big supporter of the Foxes. So go Foxes. And I also want to support the Fresno State Bulldogs, who were two and two. Uh, The next game is going to be Saturday, October twelfth, versus Air Force, who were three and two, and they're fourth in the Mountain West uh, Mountain Division. The Dogs are back in action as they start to play their conference games. This week will be against Air Force, who beat San Jose State, Colorado, and Navy. Uh, The Dogs are looking to get their third win of the season with Jorge Reina at the reins. I am anxious to see how the Dogs will look coming off of our two wins versus New Mexico State and Sacramento State. But before those two wins, uh, we were on a two-game losing streak against USC and Minnesota, Minnesota, both in close games. I think we are on our way to take the Mountain West Conference starting this week. So, make sure you're wearing your red because this game will only get us closer to our goal at winning the Mountain West. So, go, dogs. And also, want to support the CIF Central Section uh, football and some of the matchups. Um, and last week's matchup of the week was Bullard versus San Joaquin Memorial, which the Panthers took the to win 33 to 31 in a Metro City showdown. This week, Bullard takes Sanger and San Joaquin Memorial takes on Madera South. Um, some of the matchups this week is Thursday will be Central versus Clovis, Sunnyside versus Fresno, Madera versus Edison, and on Friday, Clovis West versus Buchanan, Yosemite versus Kerman, Clovis North versus Clovis East, Kingsburg versus Central Valley Christian, and Roosevelt versus Hoover. And the matchup of the week is going to be Clovis West versus Buchanan. Uh, this rivalry goes back to when I went to Clovis West and how, how this. Rivalry, you know, takes over sometimes for each team, and sometimes will boost a, a team's morale to to actually take that division. Um, this mid this uh, matchup against two Tri River teams is a, is one of the biggest in the division. And Clovis West is one to know in conference play, and uh, they look for their second win in the conference. Both teams are three and three, and should be a close one. But I do believe Clovis West will get the win on a close game. Uh, I would have to say twenty one fourteen, Clovis West. Um, also, NFL Week Six. Uh, this week is going to be a great week in football. But let's just talk about some key injuries for Week Six. First, uh, Giants running back Saquon Barkley is still on the IR with his ankle sprain. Um, also, Giants wide receiver Sterling Shepard will be out and being placed on the NFL's concussion protocol. And both are not going to play against the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots' wide receivers Julian Edelman and Josh Gordon will be uh, questionable with the chest and knee injury. Panthers running back uh, Christian McCaffrey was held out of practice on Wednesday due to a sore back, which landed uh, which he landed hard after a score in Week Five. Buccaneers de- defensive end. Na N- Damikin- N- uh, Sue was held off practice because of a knee injury, and tight end Chris Goodwin, or Godwin was limited in practice this week. Redskins QB case Keenum is back in action this week, and we'll send uh, Colt McCoy back to the bench. 49ers right tackle Mike McGlinchey uh, will be out four to six weeks and will need microscopic knee surgery. Uh, Rams running back Todd Gurley was sidelined during practice this week, suffering from a quad injury. Second-string QB for the Steelers, Mason Rudolph is under uh, concussion protocol after suffering a blow versus Ravens in Week 5. Some of the key matchups this week will be Thursday, Giants versus Patriots, Sunday, Eagles versus Vikings, Texans versus Chiefs, uh, Seahawks versus Browns, 49ers versus Rams. Falcons versus Cardinals, Cowboys versus Jets, Titans versus Broncos, Steelers versus Chargers, and on Monday Lions versus Packers. And I want also want to bring up some of the power rankings uh for this week. Um number 1 Patriots, number 2 Saints who were number 3 uh and number 3 Chiefs uh moved down uh, moved up or no moved down uh to number 3 after being number 2 last week. Um, The 49ers at number four, which were at number seven last week. Uh, Packers at number five. Eagles at number six. uh, Seahawks at number seven. Cowboys at number eight. Rams at number nine. And Bills at number 10. Um, And at 18, uh, the Chargers, 19 Raiders, and 27, the Falcons. I'm very disappointed in my team. Uh, I'm just... I, even though I got the tickets uh, for next week's game versus the Rams, I'm still kind of in in a depression right now. I really need to see us uh, come together. Both our offense and defense have been playing kind of off. Um, we can't get a running game started with uh, with our line that should be dominating, but but has been hurt also. Um, but w- I'm not going to put those injuries. Uh, for a reason that we're losing these ball games, I mean, there's no reason why a team should score 50 points on your defense. That's just terrible. So the Falcons at 27, I mean, they're gonna stay, uh, you know, in those high 20s for a while until they can beat some of these uh, these good teams. You know, we have we definitely have some some uh, room to to make some improvements, and we need to make those improvements definitely on the defensive side. But I think the matchup of the week is going to be the 49ers who are 4-0 versus the Rams who are 3-2. and uh, This is going to be a defensive game, and I don't really think it's going to be uh, much of a high-scoring game. Uh, I think the score will be 21-13 with the 49ers with the W. Now I want to talk about the NBA preseason. Um, Thursday, October 10th, Houston versus Toronto, Brooklyn versus LA Lakers, Phoenix versus Sacramento and Minnesota versus Golden State. You know, even though it's preseason right now, um, seeing some of these stars that are playing um, are showing us what we have in store for the season. Uh, Anthony Davis last week uh, dominated. I mean, dominated. Every point that I saw him score, it was almost a dunk or a putback dunk. Um, LeBron was also looking like, like himself. Um, I think, Anthony Davis had 22 points in just a half. And then LeBron had 15 points in a half. So if this uh, multiplies by, you know, a couple more quarters, you know, look at what what, what they have. And I I feel like those numbers definitely are going to get higher um, once they play more minutes in the regular season. And I'm definitely ready for for the Lakers to to get back to, you know, their, their championship ways. Um, And the reason why I think they're going to go back to the championship is because of their bench. Um, People are saying that the Clippers have a deeper bench, but look at our centers and our big men that we have. We have Anthony Davis, which is a power forward. We have Dwight Howard, which is a center. And we also have JaVale McGee, which is a center. And I got to tell you guys, um, seeing how they played uh, last week, you know, showed me what they're capable of doing. Um even though their their bench isn't scoring that much, um, I see that they're they're definitely gonna uh, know that what, what what to do when uh the ball swings around. You know, when the ball comes their way, they gotta score. Uh and Kuzma has been injured too, so he's not coming back for a couple weeks. Um so I'm not expecting um nothing less than a championship for the Lakers this year. And it's not only because it's my team, but I I just think that Anthony Davis was probably the, uh, the best free agent in the market. Um, people say Kawhi Leonard was, but I definitely think, um, Anthony Davis, you know, being almost seven foot playing, being able to play, uh, you know, the small forward position, power forward position, and the center position makes him a deadly, deadly player. Um, also, can Zion live up to the expectations? Uh, people are already, you know, one one preseason game, they're already trying to make comparisons to LeBron. Okay, I get it. You know, LeBron was a, a great player uh, coming out of his rookie season. I think Zion has the capabilities of being almost a better uh, player. But I, I also got to say Le- LeBron has transcended the NBA. And when I say that he he's made the NBA his own, um, you know everybody knows Steph Curry, everybody knows Harden, but everybody knows LeBron. Everybody knows what he's capable of doing, and everybody knows he's the best in the league. Um, a lot of experts are saying that Kawhi Leonard's the best in the league, but I would have to say a, a six nine guy, uh, that could play from one to to five, um, definitely covers you know what what is needed to be uh, known as the best um Kawhi yes he won the championship last year with the Toronto Raptors and he's definitely gonna go uh play with the LA Clippers this year with Paul George but I just don't see um Kawhi being able to fulfill the one through five spot so to me LeBron is definitely has the edge on the best player in the league um and I want to talk about the Nets now, too. Uh, the Nets have Kyrie Irving, and I want to just say that anybody that has Kyrie is going to be a playoff uh, potential team. Uh, Kyrie played with the Boston Celtics last year. It was kind of underwhelming, the season that they had, but definitely with the new team, uh, with Brooklyn, with their young core, uh, with uh, DeAndre Jordan, uh I think that they have the potential to actually make a, a big run, of in the Eastern conference. Um, in the Eastern conference, there's not very much competition. I mean, there was competition, but it's not like the West, you know, we gotta, we gotta just uh, be real about it. Uh, the West this year is stacked and the East to me, uh, Brooklyn has a chance to at least be one through five. I don't see them going below, uh, the fifth seed in the playoffs, so I I'm, I hope that the Nets uh, get get uh, KD back soon too, and if KD comes back maybe this year, um, I really see them going deep into the playoffs, and I want to talk about the Nuggets and seeing uh, if they're contenders this year, and I ha- I would have to say no, uh, especially after last year. Uh they got swept by the by the uh Golden State Warriors. I don't think they have what it takes to compete with even the Warriors or or the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Um there's a lot of teams this year that are looking uh to get that, that ship, you know. Uh I know Sacramento's looking good, Utah's looking good. There's a lot of good teams this year in the West. So it's gonna be difficult trying to trying to make it uh to the championship. But now I want to talk about the MLB playoffs, and let's start with the NLDS. Um, Washington versus Dodgers, uh, that series went 3-2, and the Nationals advance. Uh, the Cardinals versus the Braves, that series also went 3-2, and the Cardinals will, will advance. So now for, um, for, the, cha- for the NL, uh, NL Championship, uh, the Nationals will face the Cardinals. And in the ADLS, um, the Rays versus Astros, uh, that series is 2-2, and the next game is going to be today, and the winner will advance, and they'll play um, the winner out of the Twins and the Yankees, which the Yankees went 3-0, and so the Yankees advance, and this is going to be more interesting as, as the playoffs now continue, uh, nobody not even me uh, thought the Dodgers are going to lose to the nationals, but I got to give it up to the nationals because that's uh, the Fresno Grizzlies um, mother team. So I'm just happy that, you know, our guys are getting some recognition out there. Uh, You know, even though that, that, um, we' We're, we weren't too happy to be a washington national's uh affiliate I think uh knowing that our that our uh mother team is actually doing a a hell of a job being those dodgers I think that's a that's an awesome accomplishment um but now beer of the week and i wanna talk about this beer because it's a, a family favorite um, Counter-Strike IPA out of Iron Fist Brewing. Um, they're from Vista, California. It drinks at 6.5% ABV and is brewed with Galaxy and Citra hops. Whenever we go to San Diego, we stop at the Iron Fist in Vadio Logan. And to get this beer, uh, I mean, it's really refreshing. Uh, It has like a passion fruit and apricot aromas with a nice floral front end and a very better back end that doesn't stay on the tongue for too long. Uh, This beer is very nice on the palate and definitely one that you can crush. Iron Fist is known for their IPAs and stouts, which are not usually found in the valley, but if you do, make sure you grab it and give it a try. But I want to thank you guys for continuing to support this podcast. Uh, I know. Each week is getting harder and harder to try to, you know, support. But I see that you guys are, are doing your thing, and I hope you guys are sharing the podcast. Um, this is something that I look forward to every Thursday, to be able to just give you some of my time and let you know what's been, uh, been talked about uh, throughout, you know, uh, social media. To me, um, you know, the Amber Geiger uh, case has been something that I've been kind of, you uh, keeping my eye on and seeing seeing the the details has been freaking me out just knowing that it could happen to anybody also i want to know what teams you guys are going for i know you guys are listening to the podcast please call in please send a message my way i want to know more about what you guys are interested in talking about uh to me this is not only my podcast but this is our podcast and i want to continue uh Making sure that you guys understand that uh, without your guys' feedback and without your guys' call-ins, this this podcast is only gonna uh, get worse. So I need you guys. I hope you guys are willing to to you know just just send a, send a message my way. Tell me how your week was. Tell me what you guys are interested in. Tell me uh, what you guys are supporting. Um, definitely want want more feedback, and I also want you guys to to you know to communicate with me a little bit more. That way, uh, my week will, will actually be a little bit uh, better and something to look forward to. That's all I'm saying. But as always, make sure you support your local businesses. Make sure you support your local artists and also your local podcasts. I am your host, Alejandro Veda, signing off, episode 33.